I'm Tara. And I'm Austin. And we're a married couple. And we are lovingly snarking on Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas lineup for the 2020 season. And this is a... Snark attack! Snark attack! Snark attacks are a version of our podcast where we did not plan to cover a movie, but we watched the movie and we feel like we have something to say, so we are saying it. Or we have time. Either one. (laughs) (laughs) And this week we had time and we had something to say, so here we are to tell you about the movie On On the the 12th 12th Date date of Christmas. Christmas. Which is very confusing because there are several movies with very similar titles. Yes, there are. This one was the Sunday night movie on Countdown to Christmas on Hallmark's main channel. And that was on November 1st. So starting off the actual month of November. And And we actually live tweeted this one. We did. We got really into it. And we got retweeted by Hallmark. Ooh. Not to brag or anything, but, but we just did. <laughs> you know, we had a good time talking about our live snarks with this movie to a yes. big audience. So, uh, and we learned some new things about the Hallmark universe, which we'll get to in just a minute. But first, summary. Okay, so we are going to do a one sentence for those of you who may not have watched this movie, so you kind of know at least the basic gist of it. All right. I'm going right. to go first. And crack then... your knuckles. Get ready. All right. All right. One sentence. Two game developer employees <laughs> who are opposite personalities compete for a position while designing a scavenger hunt app for a luxury hotel brand. Uh oh. And fall in love. And fall in love. <laughs> um, so mine is two competing app developers. Parentheses, <laughs> one enthusiastic and one curmudgeonly. Close parentheses. <laughs> um, explore the twelve dates of Christmas they plan to use on a scavenger hunt app, and that's what happened in this movie. Good job. I don't know whose was better, but I think it was mine. <laughs> Well, we'll fill in the rest of the details <laughs> as we snark. So um, let's talk about the snarkable moments there here. Are two big snarks that have brought us here today. We are gathered here today to, bring to discuss these together. two snarks in a mutual harmony, <laughs> moly matrimony. I promise we got married. <laughs> it was legit. So we there, there's two big snarks. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of lovely little snarks in this movie. I know last time we talked a little bit some things that we loved. I felt like this was an enjoyable comedy. It was. It was a fun little little comedy. I like the comedies more than the dramas, so I'm always down for that. Yeah, like cute and whimsy definitely wins me over for Christmas. Um, you know, sad movies and like dramatic movies, I like a little bit higher production level on those. Mm-hmm. So comedies work really well. For Hallmark style movies. And it had the standard um, Christmas loving movie, Christmas loving woman meets Christmas curmudgeon man. And they have to, they're forced to do something together. And right. he, they fall in love like that. That's always going to be a winning plot because curmudgeonly men have to learn to love Christmas. So It's true. So our characters names are Aiden and Jennifer. Jennifer. And our first snark that brings you here today is Jennifer's office at work. It was a lot. So 
It looked like a room in someone's home that has over-decorated for Christmas. It was filled to the brim with not even like classic or cute. It was like tchotchke style Christmas decor and a tree that rotated. It was spinning around her office. It was. It was spinning. And not only that, you know, she had like other like fake snow, like snow villages, but hanging from the ceiling. Balls. Christmas balls. Ornaments. Sweaty Christmas balls. <laughs> it's Candy Cam's magic Christmas balls hanging from the ceiling. Maybe they were inspired by her Christmas balls. It's Maybe. the same universe. It's the same. They come ooh, from the same the single tree. verse. Yeah, there were all these little balls. It was almost like one of those beaded curtains from the 70s when you walk into a room, like the way that they're kind of hung, just these like ribbons with balls on the end. And they were multicolored. It wasn't just Christmas colors. I think they were brighter colors. Yeah, it was. It was a lot. It was a, <laughs> a lot. lot of balls. And I was like, normally I could understand like if you hung snowflakes, like paper snowflakes, but I've not seen just hanging Christmas balls from the ceiling the before. The fire marshal would not have been happy at my office. Um... My office wouldn't allow me to do it. But in Aiden's office, on the other hand, he just had like one little paper wreath that was made by his niece. So it was a very good contrast between her like over Christmasiness and his like, okay, my niece made this for me, but I'm not really into it. Personalities. The second snark that brings us here today, and then we'll talk about all the other snarks, but I think it's important we just go ahead and get this one out there because you told me about this one. I had no idea until we started watching the movie that Tyler Haynes, Hines, Hines. it's important to say his we name did, correctly. We didn't know who he was before we, this. We knew the mistletoe secret. That was it. We saw him last year. He was a dude, you know, whatever. But Tyler Hines has a huge fan base. And what are they called, Tara? Heinies. They are called Heinies, y'all. <laughs> they, there's this whole, on Twitter, they were, tre- they were trying to be trending. And apparently, like, they were really excited about the Tyler Hines movie. That's something they, they look forward to every year. Um, um, a lot of the other podcasts are big fans of this guy. And maybe it's just the queer woman in me. I, I don't even really notice him that much, except for that he's just curmudgeonly. Like, he's a grumpy it's little a, man. He's not even grumpy, in my opinion. <laughs> he just is, like... The same level when he does, it's like a level four, mm-hmm. his his grooming, like the mm-hmm. way his, his beard is so like expertly trimmed, mm-hmm. it doesn't look real. His hair it's never- like it's glued on. Yeah, it's like his hair never moves. Mm-hmm. It's like a little too part, it's like a Ken doll yeah. kind of hair, mm-hmm. where it's just like big thick weight, like slick back waves and it doesn't move. And I'm like, you're too- perfect but you're also just like at a level three or four in every line delivery and not to say that he's like unappealing by any means he's a perfectly fine hallmark actor i just don't get why he's the like why he like why he has a a following of women (laughs) right like of all the hall star men huh dropping the new lingo we learned some new lingo this weekend so yes the hall stars um he is one of the hall stars and he is the (laughs) heiny um and he plays into it yeah. yeah he, well, maybe that's why, because he plays into it, because he he, he was responds the, to fans. I've seen him and more things. active than other male leads and like with his fans and that sort of thing. So maybe it's just yeah, that he is. Because Aaron Tivitt from the, the not, Royal. Not a peep. No. And that's probably because that's not really his arena. The, the Hallmark stars, the the Hall stars 
are coming for movie after movie after movie. And the folks in the one Royal holiday movie were doing like a one time. But thing. even like Luke McFarlane, he didn't do, he, he doesn't, he does, it doesn't seem like on social media, at least that he's engaging as much mm-hmm. as Tyler Hines is. Yeah. And so maybe it's just that he takes care of his fan base and that's why they've grown. So. They do love but him. But I love that they're called Heinies. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is probably one of the my it'll be like one of my favorite moments of this Hallmark season is learning that fact. Yes. And then moving forward, some of the dates were really cute. Um so they I liked the concept of the dates in this movie where um they were doing the 12 days of Christmas themed dates. They were were they necessarily going in order? I didn't know. No, they catch- were just kind of finding them as they needed because they knew what the final date was going to be because Which it had was to like lead a big to the ball hotel dance right. thing. Um but then the other ones it was like okay, so they're going to walk down the street and there's a church bell that rings and so that's the five golden rings. And then there's this brewery that does pear cider and they have a partridge on the bottle. So having going to that place is going to be one of the dates. So they were they're finding more creative angles on the different dates of Christmas to match the days of Christmas. And it was really cute. And it was like to learn about the history of Chicago, right? Right. Like Chicago I, was a character in this movie. <laughs> yes, you could say that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought that was a really nice thing because it was like this is a traditional historic hotel. And so they're trying to get people connected to the history of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really nice element. One of the dates, though, I had a problem with. Which one? So it was the, um, what's the one with the hens? Three French hens? Three French hens. And so there is a, a French restaurant that they go to that has like, was it Coco V or whatever, a, a very famous chicken, chicken dish for yeah. the French. And uh, they were like, oh, let's make it this. And the restaurant just happened to be trying to sell cooking classes that no one was interested in because they were too intimidated by the specific item that they were trying to sell. So they decided to simplify it. And they chose <laughs> like a Yule log type thing, which is like a Swiss roll. And we have watched We have enough. watched so many episodes of Great British Baking Show. Right. We could see that this was going to be a disaster because what happened to their Yule Log, Austin? It cracked. It cracked. Mary Berry would not have been happy with that. <laughs> and I was just like, that's the whole thing is that you have to have that nice, tight spiral. And you have to, the, your dough, your your base has to be just right and you can't overload it with too much filling. And there's a lot of rules for Yule Logs and that's a lot to do on a... On, on a, a date. It's a lot a of da- stress. And to me, it's like cooking is way easier than baking because cooking is like an art. There's like room for creativity. If you mess up here, you can kind of fix it there. Baking, everything's exact. It's like a science experiment. And if you get the measurements off, you have created something new and unstable. That cracks when you roll <laughs> it. <laughs> it's like they could have just made cookies or something like that. That would have been really cute. And you could you could add some variety to those with different ingredients and different size you, know, you could put your own spin on it right there but, but the yule log is kind of an undertaking for a date yeah and they had a french name for it but i forget what that is now so <laughs> but they they and they did other cute things like that um i don't remember all the dates i don't even know that they showed all of the dates i know they were talking a lot about the 12 drummers drumming and how they're going to do that they got a marching they band got a drum to come and do the drum line thing at the so hotel it was really cute the way they they worked those in and then also they got to go on all of the dates which is where they start to get to know each other and they fall in love so they have gone they don't even know they're they dating don't even know they're dating movie. but they're dating so isn't that lovely for them and it works out really nicely 
Now, the main conflict of this movie was that they are each going for the same job promotion, which is like the head developer for this app company. And they can't both get it. Now, Tyler's character, Aiden, does a shady thing. Like, she tells him that that she's going for the job. Yeah, And he has the opportunity to say something, and he doesn't. And I was like, why? Why are you doing that? That's sneaky and shady. Now, eventually, he comes clean. But as we're watching this, and as we watch with all of the folks live on Twitter, we're all like, the only way that this can end is that they make like a co-developer position. Co-head developer position. That's the only way. Because it would have been, someone would have been resentful and bitter had only one of them gotten it. it. And it's a Hallmark movie. You can't have anybody losing out on the job promotion that they really want at Christmas time. Right. That's that's a bummer. And we don't do bummers at Christmas. The only economic bummer we can have is that there's a small town business being ousted by a big corporate wolf that's coming into we town. We can bummer but then they the corporate it. wolf. Right. We can't bummer the small business. And and for him, you know, you she's kind of the main character and he's the the love interest. You care about both of them and right. you want them both to be happy. And you know, even with the lying or with the withholding information, um, in what I have found in these movies is that the lying or deception or withholding of information never lasts very long. Like that yeah. can't be the primary conflict because you don't want a main character who's not honest. But we know he needs this promotion for financial reasons because he's inherited this like creaky old house that he and his sister are trying to take care of so that their dad can retire to it. And the sister was really cute. I liked her I, I, a lot. I liked the sister a lot, She too. was just like a tornado of a mom, and I guess the husband was away Yeah, he was a, at a, war. Off, yeah, he Did was, we see him come back? Did I miss no, that? I, thought, I was really I thought looking we were for get a, a soldier. Yeah, I wanted a soldier to come home. Why have a mom whose husband... We did like a video chat. Uh, but this, you got to have the scene where he comes home from the war. That's on That's on the uh, the other Hallmark channel coming up later is like the USS Christmas. So, But I feel like they purposefully place military people that are abroad in these movies because you, you can't lose with the moment when the kid turns around and they see daddy. Like, that brings Christmas spirit to so many people. I think they just needed a plausible reason that where he wasn't dead. That, like, he... They that, didn't have enough that, money for that actor. Right, oh. That Aiden was trying to take care of things at the house. And it's like, why isn't the husband doing it? Why is she here? And it's like, oh, because everything's kind of up in flux right now. Because husband is overseas. So... That makes that, sense. That was my thought on it. So anyway, he, he needs this promotion. We know it's important. She needs it because her voice matters. And uh, we end up getting almost a co-developer position. We get two separate positions. She becomes the game developer lead because she's great with people and collaborating. Mm-hmm. And then the boss is like, you know what, Aiden, you're actually not a people person, as we, as you know and as we know. So I actually have a job, same salary bump, and it's operations. So you get to deal with less people. And Aiden's like, yes. All because of that one app. Which was just also like it was just so funny. Like they had these ideas and it was like going live five days later. I don't know what kind of developing takes place, but it seemed like whoever was having to code that, I felt they really were bad running for them. a late night. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe because it's a uh, scavenger hunt app, they already have a platform that works well for that, and they're just designing around more of the design of. Things. I hope so. For 
But I was like, we never met the coders who did this. And I was like, it's because they're down and in I the basement. And I wanted to meet those coders because those are the kind of people you do not see in Hallmark movies. <laughs> not, I want to know more not about like them. Not like a real one. Yeah. <laughs> The only other snarkable moment that I have is Wanda. And it actually starts Ooh, out as yeah. a lovely moment. So Wanda, um, I forget what she does at the she's company. The, she's the, she's head the head of the person. luxury brand that, um, of, of hotels. Of the, hotel, the hotel lady. And she's talking to Jennifer and just kind of giving her a pep talk that was a really great little like woman power moment. If you don't need a man, you've got great ideas or or whatever it was that she said to her. Um, and then I, of course, with my little lesbian hard eyes was like, we ship them immediately. I ship this. Can we have this? This is the love I'm here for. And of, of course, that's not going to happen. But that's where my little heart eyes went. And yeah, I it was gone. <laughs> I liked her character. I you know we got to see her because she's this high expectations, high achieving like business lady who sees Jennifer's potential, and they actually have a relationship not about a man, but about Jennifer's potential. And mm-hmm. that was like such a cool moment. That, of course, immediately are like, let's go a step further. Let's make them get together. And then they did not. No. She chose the grumpy man as her lover, which is fine. Fine. He, he was less grumpy at the end, Tara. He was, I don't think grumpy is a fair representation <laughs> of him. No, he, he, he wasn't just grumpy. A, he wasn't. He's, he's just like a, I don't know, whatever. He's just like doing his own thing. And he's like, Christmas is here, whatever. I'm going to do my thing. And this, he's all business. You know, for this movie, it was nice. It was a movie. It was about love. That's really all I have to say on it at the end. There was like a a subplot going on here of a Christmas tree lot owner Mm. who finds love. And this is the second movie where a secondary character has been the Christmas tree lot owner. It is good. It is a good year for Christmas tree lot owners. Normally, they're looking for love. Go be a Christmas tree lot owner. Because Christmas tree lot owner is getting replaced by app developer, but we still need the classic throw to a Christmas tree lot owner. And so they're the secondary love stories now. And you got you know, you to find that Hallmark lady to come into your tree lot and have the perfect auntie or best friend or mom who has also been lonely for many years and is just looking for her Christmas tree lot husband. So let's move into our final segments. Rapid fire edition. Rapid fire. So title review. What title do we like the title? It's too much. Even Hallmark had to reduce it because on the 12th date of Christmas was too long of a hashtag on Twitter. So they just called it 12th date of Christmas. My title? Christmas scavenger hunt. Because there was a Christmas scavenger hunt movie last year and it was bad. So this one gets the title instead. (laughs) Uh, Mine would be finding Christmas dates. Like Finding Nemo? Yeah. <laughs> Where's my Christmas date? Yeah, it. Or like Christmas in Chicago. Christmas in Chicago. Yeah. Mine, uh, my alt- other alternate one would be um, Head Over Lord. <laughs> Ooh. Or whatever the title. Well, that sounds like you're picking someone over God, and I don't think Hallmark would ever do that. So, yeah. Head Game Developer Christmas. <laughs> Maybe not a winner on that title. <laughs> What's our next segment? Will this love last? I do not think this love will last. I don't either. I think they'll date till New Year's and then they'll go their separate ways. I think that he does not have enough ambition, is not going to be outgoing enough, and she's going to be a socialite. She's going to be networking, 
and is going to be focused on her career and is going to be mad at him for being upset that she had to go out to the party and develop game apps with people. Right. They just kind of have different. Now, I mean, I know that there's there are couples that have different introverts. Some's an introvert, one's an extrovert or you're really into Christmas and he's really not. That can still work. But there's just something about their personalities that don't feel like they're they're um like yin and yang to each yeah, other and that like I they're agree. complimenting each other it's more like they're just kind of like mashed up against each other <laughs> yeah it's like because they happen to be working on the same project they were like i guess we should go out we already went on 12 dates so why not get married <laughs> not a good reason don't just go on 12 dates and get married so the 12th date of christmas bells are ringing is going to be the sequel next year <laughs> I, everything is bells are ringing for you. I don't know. That's just what happens when they get married. That's what the sequels are called. <laughs> bells are ringing, and then, and then comes baby or whatever the. Yeah, twelfth <laughs> date of Christmas. Here comes baby. Twelfth date of Christmas. A royal engagement like that. <laughs> no, just no. nix it now. Twelfth date of Christmas. Sorry I... that you're dead. <laughs> is that like the death? That's the funeral version. <laughs> That's I don't when they get to the end of their life. The ghost of the ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> Christmas future. Daddy's a ghost now. <laughs> too far. Too far. It's okay. a long ways away though. It's fine. So uh was there any Christmas magic that you saw in there this? There was not any Christmas magic here. The only Besides Christmas the magic, magic of app being an app being developed in five days. <laughs> here was the only bit of Christmas magic in this movie. It was a hundred degrees outside. Sun, sun blazing. was just clearly coming in over their shoulders and snow was a fallen and isn't that like a isn't there southern legends that that means the devil's beating his wife or yeah, it's usually for rain because the south doesn't have a lot and of what snow. do they call it when it's sunny and snowing that has a name oh does it uh-huh i don't know give me a moment all right i paused the podcast recording so that tara could look this up but she won't tell me what it is so i had to start recording again so she would tell me what's it called it has no name Oh my god, that was so disappointing. <laughs> All I found was um sun shower and then devil beating his wife, because that's what they say anytime you have sun and, and precipitation. Rain. And then also snowbow is if you have snow and a rainbow, which is a new thing I did not know. Can Hallmark and, give us a snowbow this a, year? <laughs> I need a snowbow movie. <laughs> oh my god. That's the name of the movie too, Snowbow. <laughs> let's Worst. write it we, we, we claim that what what lawyers do we have to call to claim that um, movie title snowbow no one because snowbow. no one will take Bells it are ringing <laughs> snowbow but then comes baby oh wow it's snowbow. a trilogy daddy's dead now <laughs> oh god it's so back. dark it's so dark i do like snowbow uh it sounds like a christmas clown <laughs> So it could be that it could be the first movie they release in October as a nod to Halloween. So it's like you mash it and Christmas Snowbow together. Terrifying. <laughs> like creepy Hallmark Christmas clown. <laughs> oh my god. Is, is it like Ronald McDonald with a Santa hat on? I imagine it's like a little clown that you would see on one of those Hallmark ornaments at the store, like one of those Oh god. With like the little triangles above their eyes. I'm Snowball. <laughs> Merry Christmas! Oh my god, it's a horror film! <laughs> wrong, wrong channel, wrong season. That's but lifetime. we are gonna write it. We are gonna write this. Okay. So <laughs> that's alternate title slash Christmas magic. <laughs> the alternate title is Snowbow Bells Are Ringing. <laughs> um, 
the last segment that we do. <laughs> when would we watch this movie? um the sunday before an election and live tweet it like i mean i actually think it was a good sunday movie before the election i would watch it on december 11th because then it would be 12 days before christmas eve i would not pick this movie to be my 12 dates of christmas movie there's like the 12 days of christmas movie that's like the groundhogs movie actually december 12th because that would take you from the 12th yeah. up to the 24th. You're the yes, math whiz. Yes, but there's a better movie that we like better that has the same title pretty much. Or it's, it's called just the 12 yeah, it's days just called of a, Christmas. Yeah. It's like a Groundhog's Day kind of movie. And each day um, she's trying to figure out why she has to repeat the day. And so she starts over again. And each one you also see a nod to each of the 12 days of Christmas. It's very so It's cute. a better movie all yeah. around. Um, we enjoy that one. So to me, this one, this was a good distraction leading up to the election. I wish that Hallmark had like premieres every day this week to distract us. But right. we have to wait till this weekend. Yeah. So I would I would watch this one on the 12th of December because it's 12 days before Christmas. I would watch the 12 days of Christmas on like december 23rd or 24th right before christmas ah. that's that's the prima spot and i like that movie way better so I, i'd actually watch it near christmas that's fair i for me this was an early november whether there's a general election or not this was a good early november starter movie so i think right where it was scheduled was the right i don't think it's the saturday movie it's definitely the sunday agree all right well that's been about that's it all the snarks we've got hiding in our pockets today so we uh we will see you on Twitter, and we will see you next week. And I've been Tara. And I've been Austin. Merry Christmas. And happy holidays. <laughs>